Hello and welcome back to another week of Weenie Therapy. On today's episode, I talk about a recent training I did for two days in which I may or may not have fell in love with the facilitator. I give Jordan another scenario of my love life and ask for his advice. And we wrap up with some wacky headlines, a format you've never seen before in a podcast or radio show. It's so predictable. Sit back and hope you enjoy the show. All right, another week done. Back by popular demand, hopefully. We've used that line so many times. <laughs> <laughs> this, one day it will ring true. This whole show is just reused. Yeah. We have like one good episode yeah. and then we just keep trying to... Maybe that's why the feedback for the first four episodes have been so good, but I think we've used all our content now. Oh, I've definitely used all my jokes. <laughs> we've had a... Again, we've had a... Um, I don't know... A, Environment change? What's this called? Uh, just a different room of the house. Yeah, different room of the house. We are recording in, I think it's uh, the cupboard at Privet Drive, <laughs> Harry Potter's old stomping ground. Well, we've been kicked out of your boyfriend's house. That's true. They didn't appreciate <laughs> the fact that I was in their bed. Yeah, actually, one of them mentioned that <laughs> before. <laughs> That's right. We won't tell them what happened after the podcast. Yeah. It got a bit hot and steamy. All three seconds of it. <laughs> wow, that's that's a long time. <laughs> Um, no, we're recording back at Josh's house. We've got uh, a nice tight space. So, what is with your fascination about talking about where we're not filming this? Although we probably should. I, we eventually. should be filming. I want to put it on OnlyFans, make some money out of this, make some money. That's a lot. <laughs> no, but I don't know. I just I've always been interested in like. I don't know. I think when you do a podcast, you should always consider how the sound is, because I've heard some shocking ones. Yeah. Yeah. I've been listening to ours the whole week. Yeah, I know. Actually, so have I. <laughs> have you had any feedback on the um, podcast? Yeah, just ongoing feedback. I had one of the girls I went to uni with reach out and said she binge watched all the episodes or binge listened all the episodes in 24 hours. Which yeah. You know, cool. that's funny because someone that I went to high school with and primary school years ago reached out on, on Insta and said the same thing. Yeah. Kind of, I don't really have a relationship with her anymore, but it's interesting to see people still kind of following the show. One of my boyfriends finally listened and oh, gave me some good amazing. feedback. He actually messaged me as well. <laughs> I know. I think he was like, oh, the gay one's a bit funny sounding. <laughs> yeah. Is he talking about me or the podcast? <laughs> no, I've had some really, I had some really great feedback, which has been amazing. It's like, I think it's doing so much for my ego, but just pushing it in the wrong direction. Oh my god, it's so bad for the both. I of us. know, but then I kind of love it. This is why we're still doing it. <laughs> we've had a, we've had like a few hundred listens, and I think most of them are from us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I, we we're out to dinner um this week, and I was with one of my partners. The other one's traveling. And he mentioned the podcast at a table of about, must have been about 18 people. And then all of a sudden everyone was talking about it, getting their phones out. A few people were downloading it. Amazing. And yeah, it was like, it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I am a celebrity. I am a celebrity. Get me out of here. (laughs) It was a really boring dinner. (laughs) No, no, it wasn't. It was um, two of our friends were having birthdays, so they combined it. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. What have you been up to this week? Well, we've spent a lot of time together this week. Too much time. We, well, we obviously work together, but the best thing about working together is we don't often cross paths with each other. No, that's my favourite thing. It's the old working from home. Yeah. I know you're a fan of that. Oh, someone faked a, what, a trip to ED to get a whole week off work. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's Invented true. a podcast. I just almost like killed my kidneys because yeah. I wanted an audio. <laughs> but it's true. We don't always spend a lot of time with each other. Yeah. Well, we, we were on a training course together this week. We were. It was a it was a good course, wasn't it? It was a great course. Yeah. Two days of intense, like eight to eight and a half hours together. Oh, I felt very sorry for the people that were on that training course with us because it's quite notoriously known that. When you and I are in a room together, we're very distracting. True. Very hard to manage. I think there's a lot of sexual energy between us that people don't know how to handle. <laughs> That's actually a very good point. <laughs> so, what, what can you do now, without giving it away, can you roughly describe what the course was about? Well, I don't know if this is going to be interesting to anyone, but it was basically about nighttime positioning. Um, True. And putting your body in effective positions overnight. Contorting to... the body overnight. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a so Kama Sutra PD. <laughs> <laughs> you probably needed training in that because I don't think you get any real life experience. <laughs> That's why I signed up. I just wanted someone to touch my body. <laughs> no, so we did that and we had two people who were running the, the course. There was There was a man... How old would you say he was? Oh, he was European, so it's always very hard to tell. You know I, I'd what? say like I agree. 40 to 50, like late 40s to early 50s. Yeah, he had like a silver fox kind of look about him. Yeah, yeah. You I didn't really say... like him on that first day, did you? Not really, no. I found him. Is he Was he German? No, he's Dutch. Mm-hmm. Look, I love Europeans. Very interesting and like can be quite sexy, but. I do sometimes, I've found in the past people from Dutch or sometimes Germany, they can be a bit abrupt to begin with. from Dutch, yeah. From Dutch, yeah. I love Dutch. It's my favourite country. It's my favourite oven. (laughs) That is a really bad joke. Yeah, no, I I do find sometimes, you know, people from that part of Europe to be just a bit, I don't know. I think it's the the dry sense of humour. And yeah. like energy wise, they can present as quiet. Yes, it's the energy because yeah. dry sense of humor is British, and I love that. You know, I get along so well with people from Britain and England and all of that. But I think it's the energy. It's it's kind of one note. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a continual note, yeah. but it's not a very exciting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas for us here in Australia, we kind oh of crazy all over the place. intonations like insane. Okay. It's like a bloody Mozart symphony. <laughs> I mean, I'm usually like depression, anxiety is yeah. everywhere, but no, they're very one note. And um, yeah, I remember looking at him and going like, oh, it's going to be quite a boring two days. And the best or the funniest and also frustrating thing about you is when you make your mind up about someone, you fucking make sure the whole world knows about it. True. I'm like a foghorn that's just stuck <laughs> on just constantly. But I had a change of heart. What happened? Uh, day one, I thought it was... I thought it was a good course and I enjoyed parts of his kind of you know, monologue. It was a lot of droning on, basically. Yeah, yeah. Day two, I came back. You know, I had a bit of a pep in my step. I remember halfway through the course, I was looking at his face and I was just thinking, he's quite attractive. There's <laughs> <laughs> something about the way his... He had really beautiful hair. He had really nice hair. It was he, like silver fox, but still that blonde sort of... He could undertone. be in a Pantene Pro... The kind of commercial, yeah. just falling over the the right side of his face, and then I just noticed that he is, um, you know, he was a you know mid forties, but he was a kind of good shape. Was he, he? Yeah, he had nice shoulders, and he, I think it's easy to kind of let, let yourself go when you get a bit older. But he had a great kind of figure. I I didn't notice. Well, I was I was struggling to concentrate on the content. I started fantasizing about him. I actually noticed you walked out like once every hour. Oh no, that's because <laughs> to I, the toilet. That's because I had back pain. 
<laughs> I wasn't like knocking one off. <laughs> no, I just, the content of the course was, look, it was important for what we do, but it wasn't interesting. Not as interesting as the uh, content of his body, apparently. <laughs> well, I just started thinking instead of when he was talking, I just started fantasizing about maybe like us going on a date oh and like i don't know maybe just a quick trip or did you to- notice he was uh not flirting with you but he was taking the piss out of you a bit towards the second half of yesterday a little bit yeah how he did was. that go for the uh, fantasizing you know what i didn't mind it because he was paying attention to me yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought maybe when we wrapped up the course he might like slip me his number but that didn't happen oh, sorry. He, he actually did give us his um contact card oh he did he gave us his business card. and he does one-on-one consulting well, there we go. I might need a bit of help with positioning overnight. <laughs> no clients involved, just just me. Oh, God. Um, no, so, but it, it didn't work out, obviously. Well, I mean, nothing oh eventuated. God, this sounds like one of my dating stories. <laughs> no, no one had their penis rubbed raw, so it's fine. Did you get any feedback from friends or family after that last episode? I really hope my family aren't listening to, me too. to that. Your story did, did cause me to pause and think about the type of content that we're sharing because podcasts are forever yeah yeah <laughs> Love. it's too late now you should have told me this when we put it out there <laughs> scarring is also forever oh god horrible speaking of scarring on the penis do you remember like what are your thoughts on elon musk oh, he's a bit cooked but he's Completely also completely cooked he- but is he is he a psychopath or is he a genius I think there's not much between the two. Oh, for fuck's sake. You sound- <laughs> what a philosophical thing to say. <laughs> I think it was said in like the 1700s. Can we get something new? The old Dalai Lama over here. <laughs> well, you look like the Dalai Lama, but that could be a race joke. <laughs> we can't do that anymore. <laughs> That's true. No, but I think Elon Musk is fascinating. And I think most people would agree with me. He's one of the most talked about people on social media. Obviously, that whole thing with Twitter happened. Yeah. I'm not on Twitter, but I do follow that story. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that he does, basically any tweet that he does goes viral. Mm. There was the one about his bedside table where it had the fake guns on it, bottles of like vodka and cigarettes. or It was a complete mess of just the weirdest objects. He did the tweet about, should I be the CEO of Twitter or should I resign? He did... Sometimes he just does the tweets of, like, three ellipsis dots. And even that goes crazy. It's a bit um, Kanye West-like, isn't it? It is a little bit Kanye West. But what I'm I'm trying to get at is that once someone accused him of sexual assault or exposing himself... Do you remember that? I think it was an aeroplane hostess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember what his response was? No. He says, that didn't happen. You're lying. And to prove it, if you name what my genitals look like including a series of weird scars and other deformities then i'll you know then that that's the truth but basically no one has i think he said weird tattoos and scarring that is shocking it's absolutely it's so strange but you know what he's he's so left of center that i believe he's probably done some sort of inscription down there to prevent any kind of sexual assault allegations but even even that suggestion that makes me feel a bit disgusting because you know, when someone flashes you, I don't know if you've been flashed before. But no, it, you I don't tend think I to like close your eyes and turn away because it's pretty shocking. Wait a minute, have you been flashed before? Yeah. When? Um. Wait, should we be doing this in the podcast or is this like a psychological <laughs> setting? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just imagined it. But when when no, you like flashed? when you play footy or like oh yeah, like yeah, when you're yeah. at high school and someone yeah, yeah, gets yeah. stacked, yeah. 
Well, I mean, you probably weren't looking, but I definitely was yeah. looking. So yeah. I think I was like, yeah. well, is, was I being flashed or were they flirting with me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If he did get like tattoos done down there or a series of intricate scarring, which is just so fucking horrible. Do you think he did that in preparation? Like he went to the tattoo parlor and went like, you know, do like, I don't know, some flowers and, you know, write my first wife's name or something. And then he just had to like wait 13 years until someone accused him of assault. It's a lot of pre-planning. It is. It is. Also, probably if if that were to be the truth, that's a real insight into how... His mind works. Cooked he is, yeah. He's, I find his... His behaviour so fascinating mm. because it's not what we expect. Yeah. It's because he is is he the the world's richest man or is it Jeff Bezos? Uh, it's one and two. One and be, two, right? Yeah. So he's extremely successful, but he's so unpredictable. Mm. Kind of like you, but you're not as successful. Actually, you're not, uh, you know, I've got the scarring though, and that's a <laughs> very good idea down the track when this podcast gets really big and people accuse me. Well, the podcast will get big, but nothing else. Will. <laughs> Now, I've, um, I've got a another what would Jordan do okay. situation. This is turning into a, a segment that we're going to have weekly. I think so. I think so. I think there's been some very good feedback about um, your ability to basically rip into me. Yeah. Take you apart. Make fun of you. Yeah. All right. So, hit me. What What's happened? So what this, do you need this, my advice with? This happened at a festival late last year. Um Rocked up to a festival. I was still pretty sober at this point. Okay. And there was a big group of us and one of our friends in our group ran into another group of people who, you know, she was friends with. So we started talking with that group. And to be honest, I think this girl that came up to me was on another planet because she immediately straight away went up to me and was like, oh my God, you are so beautiful. Oh, okay. So she's fucked. (laughs) Yeah. So just annihilated. Anyway, that those four words are the best words anyone can say to me. Like sure. My ego shut up. Other parts of my body probably also shut up. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, she just hounded me about how beautiful I was. And I was asking if I was single. And this was in a space of about five minutes. Wow. This must have been a pretty exciting time for you. I thought I was dreaming. But yeah. I think out- you might be. <laughs> turns out I wasn't because uh, towards the end of the conversation, she was like, oh, can I kiss you? And I'm like, oh, what? I don't get this offer often. So. No, that there's a first for everything. But he went in, gave her a kiss, and then we separated ways. And you never saw her again. I ran into her and a different friend a couple of hours later into the night. And then the other friend came up to me. The like, friend oh. was an actual friend, not a contracted support worker, <laughs> I should say. I hope not, because that support worker slash friend also came up to me and said, oh my God, you're so attractive. Fuck, they're on the same drug. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> the drug called love. Oh, oh here we go. Doctor feel good. <laughs> so anyway, fast forward two or three weeks, it was my friend's birthday who was mutual friends with them. <laughs> my friend invited both girls to her birthday because she knew what had happened. Threesome? No, no. Oh, God, I wish. I would not need your... Actually, I would need your advice. Yeah, you buddy would. You wouldn't know what to do. The most qualified person to give me. (laughs) (laughs) Just not with that area. Well, I mean... So, So wait, let's let's recap. So, you're at a party. Both people... Was that a festival? Both people... Have hit on you separately. Yeah, separately. And now you're... Turns out they're best friends. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Love triangle. I know, I love it few weekends later, they're both invited to a friend's birthday. We go to a nightclub. I'm sort of like trying to like hook Uh-oh. up with both behind each other's back. 
Like, this is very rare for me. Like, I'm probably not going to have a hookup for another Wait, five years. <laughs> was it like that episode, like, that episode, like that movie Mrs. Doubtfire, where she's going in and out of drag, and she's in the toilets, <laughs> and she's getting changed, and... Yeah, yeah one was sits- a chick, one was a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, anyway, it, yeah, it got to the point where I was like, oh, they're friends, but, like, I hate putting myself in between, like, a friendship. But also, I also love attention and being hooked yeah, up. Yeah, so. I think you're more concerned about just losing one when you want both of them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I do. yeah. basically, I left. I messaged both of them. Oh, here we go. Separately, not not together. You didn't do a, you didn't do a group message? No, no, I didn't do a Who group Who wants to come back to mine? <laughs> yeah. Complete silence. And this, this is a bit of a, a notorious move that I do, right? Uh-oh. So, whenever... It's like, not the downward dog, is it? <laughs> Better than the upward dog, that's for sure. <laughs> that's one of your moves. <laughs> so, what I tend to do is I send, if I'm courting someone... Courting? Oh. You're going back to the 17th century, babe. Marie Antoinette on the mic. <laughs> she got beheaded, I think, actually. I send the particular person my address. Okay. And then I, f- I follow it up with a comment being... Oh, here we go. Make of that what you want and then leave it at that. Like a massive mic drop. Right, okay. It's a pretty cool move, right? Not really. Really? Nah. Oh, well, you life. should just be... I, I always prefer to be more direct in oh, life. So if you're saying... Fuck, to, like, <laughs> DTF? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if it's a Saturday night after 10, 30, 11, whatever time straight people come back to the, <laughs> to the house. Um, you... I just... I would just say, yeah, are you keen? Like, right now? Question mark. Oh, I don't want this, like, you know... Kind of halfway. Yeah, this is my address. Either come over or maybe organize Domino's delivery. Like, just t- say it for what it is. So anyway, I sent it to both just to, like, you know, shoot my shot, put it out there. Mm, fuck me. And, you know, if you fire enough pistols, you're bound to hit the target once, right? Yeah. That's a saying, I think. Uh, you're yet to hit it, yeah. <laughs> one of them responded back and she ended up coming here. The other one just left me on red. And so what happened? Um, so one of them came over and then, I don't know, do you want me to keep... Was it a full fireworks display? <laughs> yeah, love on the... No, love on the spectrum. Well, I think it is love on the spectrum with you. <laughs> so anyway, I managed to seal the deal with one, but part of me was like, what would have happened if the other person also rocked up? Oh, okay. So this is where the question is. Um, so yeah, how what, do I initiate a threesome? Um, I think they're not going to sleep with you because they both knew they were keen and they yeah, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. were spoken about that. But what, um, what would you have done in that situation to try seal the deal? Um, what would I do to seal the deal? Well, first of all, I'm just more direct. So, yeah, you can send your address, but I usually just put the comment like, I, I usually ask straight up, Yeah, are you keen? You might do a little bit of like swapping photos or you might call one another just to see if there's anything there. Swapping photo. I mean, I'm not going to say those two words, <laughs> which I think millennials do. I'm a bit older than that. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, you just, I'm more direct. But if they both came back with a yes, then you need to decide. Then I would have been in trouble. Yeah, absolutely. You need to decide, do you have two rounds in you? Absolutely not. Yeah. Or which one are you more interested in? But then imagine like they both rock up at the door. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What are you doing here? That's happened to me before. Really? Yeah, it actually has. Oh, my God. Uh... (laughs) 
<laughs> you need to you need to be a multitasker. Well, what did you do? Way. What did you do in that situation? Was it like the deli? Like you, you pull out the number, and you're like wait in the waiting room. Like, I'll come out when um, I'm ready. I remember I was kind of like it was towards a conclusion. So somebody, I put someone in the garage. Oh my god! And then what? opened the door for someone to come in, and then I said, oh, "I'm just gonna like um, let my dog out or something," and then like did the remote so the other person could walk out. So wait, wait. So each other. you were with someone in the house. The other person rocked up. You left to let that other person into the garage. No, no, it was the other way. So I walked someone into the garage, shut the door and said, like, when the door opens, walk out the driveway. And then I went to the door and I opened the door and said, oh, hi, nice to oh see you. Come in. Oh, my God. Did either person know that? I, no, like, no, they didn't. That is very impressive. I know. So you need to be. It's like one of those revolving doors. Like, <laughs> What's that day? Oh, my God. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you need good organizational skills. And you know what? I told that story in a job interview and <laughs> To the top. <laughs> the top of who? Oh, God. Not much stopping going on here. <laughs> like when they ask, how do you manage your time and productivity? Yeah. Like you throw out that example. How do you manage people effectively? <laughs> well, first of all, there was this one time. Um, yeah. But, you know, um, one thing I just wanted to bring up is that I noticed that you did like a little snippet um, for a previous podcast you did. And you did a pr- bit of promotion. Yeah. Do you, what three words did you use to describe me? Oh. Do you remember? Because I, 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 I just listened to I it. I do remember because I typed it last night and I didn't know how to describe you. How? Well, I mean, I did, you've hit it on the head. I, I said you were a gay polyamorous physio. Yeah. In that order? I think you said polyamorous gay physio, <laughs> which is not what I would put on my business cards. <laughs> LinkedIn. No, definitely not. But, um, yeah, so I just cringed so bad when I heard that. I didn't know how to describe you. Well, There's not much to you. No, that's true. Like, yeah. A stiff breeze will blow away yeah, half my personality. Yeah, and your it's boyfriends just... are everything about your personality. So <laughs> Jesus. We can never, ever break up. <laughs> so we've been listening to some of your feedback and people really like the um, kind of the comedy and upbeat part of our podcast. And yeah, so we're going to... the depressive stuff about our actual lives. Oh, yeah. No. Like, enough of that, please. <laughs> I live that. I don't need to fucking relive it when I listen to this shit. <laughs> so we're going to do a, a bit of a, um, yeah, a bit of more upbeat vibe today. And Josh, I believe you found some stuff in the news that you thought was a little bit quirky. I did. I did. Well, I, I went into a rabbit hole last night. Depression again, was it? Also my algorithm on Facebook. Oh. It's a bit fucked. Oh, but God. for some reason, I don't know why, but popped up with all these articles about people having strange addictions. Oh, it's not the erection pills again, is it? <laughs> I actually do get them. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I think it's I think it's through the podcast. <laughs> Well, could I get be. that and dating. <laughs> <laughs> you do need a lot of help with dating, so I can see why that's targeted. So, what have you got for us today? Well, the title of this article is "Woman Who Had Strange Addiction of Eating Mattresses Ate Her Mother's Bed." You know what? I think I know who this is because was she on my strange? Addiction? Was she one of your mates? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was a. There was a lady that used to eat couch cushions. I think my... this is her, yes. Yeah, she was a little quirky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that she used to take um, like a little Ziploc bag full of the couch cushions oh, with yes. her? And when they were do- doing the filming, she'd be like walking around the supermarket aisle eating out of the Ziploc bag. Do you know what would be a great thing for our podcast? If we've got people... Some listeners? <laughs> if we got people who had strange addictions and then we can interview them. Because like yes. for this lady, I'm like, is there a type of foam that really hits the spot or... Or is it is it your yeah is it your 
bog standard or is it like a special memory foam with a gel yeah, insert? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, is that more of a dessert foam? <laughs> <laughs> Something that envelops your stomach, makes you feel a bit more full. And or... how does she get through an air mattress? Yeah, yeah. She's really gassy <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Anyway, are you a fan of that show? Have you watched? So I never paid for the like um, cable, you know, the Foxtel version, but I did used to watch it on YouTube. You? Yeah, I dabble in it. It's quite fascinating, but also really disgusting. Wait, okay, let's just go back to that lady. So she was, so are you saying she progressed on from eating a mattress to eating her mum's ashes, did you say? No, no her mum's mattress. Oh, she progressed so, on from eating what? Her mattress to her mum's so mattress. So she just ate foam, right? And right. she gradually built her way up and has now eaten her mum's mattress. Oh, you mean like hers wasn't sus- sustaining yeah. her? Or she went through it and now she's Maybe she, she ate her, her bed and just went to the next room <laughs> over. <laughs> and she's quite like a large lady. So do you know what I'm thinking her nickname well, might I think be? There's a lot of calories in mattresses. A lot of empty space. I'm very curious to see like how it comes out the other end. <laughs> not, not in a kinky way. <laughs> That is actually revolting. Um, I can't even think of anything to say that's not, not related. What's the weirdest thing you've eaten? Um, the weirdest thing I've eaten. You know what? Like, when you think about those challenges, like, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And you hear about them eating, like, pig's testicles yeah, yeah, and yeah. sheep's brains and stuff like that. I can't do any of that. But when I went to, um, there was, like, an, an open night at SciTech. And it was for adults. And they did have some strange food. I think there was cricket, fire ants, and some sort of, like, another insect. Did you eat them? Yeah, I did. They were basically just covered in, like, chilli and oil. And salt. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Have you eaten any of those things in Asia before? Um, Not really. I've got a pretty pathetic stomach. Yeah. Like, I think the weirdest thing I've eaten is snails, but... You know, it's not oh. really that. It's like, it's like a Did white you... person thing. Like, oh, I went to France and I ate snails. Yeah, were you on Kentucky? I actually was. You do. I'm so predictable. Did you go I to know. that big... Did you go to a restaurant where there was a booking for like 38 people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. 37 white people sat down If you haven't been there, you don't snails. have a passport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kentucky is something that is so strange. I, I feel like it's a staple of the Australian... But I almost feel like everyone has the exact same themes coming out of Kentucky. Chlamydia? <laughs> That's what mine was. Oh, I wish I had chlamydia. <laughs> I can't say that twice in two episodes. <laughs> yeah, no. But it's all that like that BFF or we're going to be friends forever. Or I can't believe I met you and you're, you're in the same city as me. I know. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I was thinking, um, you know how, did you guys get the jumpers done when you went on yeah, the yeah, yeah, bus? Yeah, yeah. So everyone gets the same jumper, basically. Yep. You write down the things that are specific to you. It's that the make- exact same design, but then like a different word or like phrase yeah exactly you once you look at someone who else come back from Kentucky you're like wow we basically have the same jumper yeah 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 and we're on completely different tools. what about the matching tattoos did you guys have that I managed not to get those at the time although I do have two tattoos now I don't know if you you would remember I so I have again this is great for the uh the visual platform that is podcast I know so I have um on my right ankle I've got some paw prints very basic white girl yeah and then on my left foot I've got <laughs> Everyone's favourite Harry Potter, Deadly Hallows tattoo. So, as you can tell, I've just got my socks pulled up at the moment. I might keep them covered up for a little bit longer. But You're so unique. You've got some tattoos. I do. Are we really going down this pathway? We are absolutely going down this pathway. <laughs> With that drive for content, we're literally describing things yeah. in the room now. <laughs> tell me about this part of your body. Um <laughs> But you should actually get that checked out by a doctor. That is, that's quite pussy. Um, Why are you no. pointing to my arsehole? <laughs> Gross. 
So tell me about your tattoos. Um, I've got two tattoos. Does it tell a story on your skin? (laughs) Do we really want to go here? Yeah, I absolutely want to go there. I mean, don't give me the specifics. Don't give me the name of the girl that you broke up with. That's why I got the tattoo. (laughs) Just give me the overall feeling. Well, one, I got during COVID and it's sort of like a compass in time. Right. Because during COVID, I felt very lost in life. Like, sure. In terms of... She's spinning out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like a compass arrow. Um, okay. And I always use the joke when I meet new people that I point my arrow towards him and say the tattoo points at the nearest idiot in the room. Right. Gets him every time. Where's the punchline? <laughs> so, you got the arrow that's pointing forward. So, does that symbolize moving forwards in life? I think so. I think it was just more so reminiscence of that time in my life. Right. COVID, not wanting to go back. Okay, that's one basic white bitch tattoo. Yeah. So, we've got three between us at the moment. Oh, I tell think me we've got a fourth thing coming. Oh, here we go. So now, the- tell me this one in light detail, please, because I know the full depth and it's not a good story. What do you mean? <laughs> well, I got it in Barcelona on my last night okay. when I was in Europe. I thought you were going to say yeah. Bali then for a second, <laughs> which kind of fits. So, I had a Spanish man that spoke no English tattoo this on my body. Ooh. It was the most terrifying thing ever. Wow, that is a bit scary. Because like he, it, it's something that's on your body for the rest of your life and you, you want to make sure that they get it right. But super stoked with how it turned out. So it's a phoenix feather with, I don't know what kind of bird this is. I'd say like a crow. Oh, I think it's more so like a dove. It's a bit more beautiful. True, but it is black. So it's like a white. <laughs> I don't see colour, Jordan. You know this. <laughs> Actually, neither did the tattoo artist because that that's a mismatch, Picasso. <laughs> So, so the birds represent a sudden change of direction and the phoenix feather um, represents a fresh start or a right. rebirth. Did this come after like a breakup? No. <laughs> that means you would have to be in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, would you say you've been reborn from the ashes recently? Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, a big um, move or change in direction in my life. Oh. Mm. So there's a bit of a like pattern when you go through experience breakdowns. Well, yes, that's true. But when you're going through experiences in life, do you find that getting tattoos helps you to kind of like process that or move on at all? Um, it's more so I want things on my body that are super significant to me. Fair enough. Why aren't I represented? <laughs> you're actually that little scratch that I have just on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have so gentle many, to wart joke. I have so many jokes which I'm not going to make because I think the feedback from the show is it's pretty smutty. Yeah. But if you had to get like a, a tattoo to symbolise this podcast, what would it be? Oh, that's a very good question. Two like gigantic microphones in. Like well, a, we did talk about Elon Musk earlier and his penis. So yeah, that's true. He's probably got. This podcast tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of his weird tattoos. I don't know. Um, I think I do want to get another tattoo here just to finish off my forearm right. kind of sleeve thing. Uh, yeah. I want it to represent friendships or the, the significant people in my life. Okay. So this podcast and you are definitely not going on my yeah, body. Absolutely not. Oh, if How- anything, it would go on like a finger, then I'll cut that finger off. <laughs> <laughs> So, one thing that I thought that we could do was um, I am fascinated with clickbait. I love clickbait. Mm. Those articles where just draw you in with a headline, you think, what the fudge is going on here? So, I consider myself a bit of a, um, you know, I, I like to think that I can do some creative writing. So, what I've done today is I've got a few clickbait articles 
I've got two of the ones that are online and then I've created my own. Okay. Now you only get the headlines and then you have to decide All which right. ones are true. Yep. Okay. Fire away. And which one's fake. So let me bring them I up. I know how predictable you are. So I think this is going to be really easy. Really? You might be eating your words. So the first one is Florida man caught on security camera licking doorknob for three hours. Okay. Yep. Okay. Thoughts on that article or thoughts on the headline? Um, it's definitely eye-catching. Licking a doorknob. Or tongue-catching. Not the most hygienic. Also, what kind of doorknobs does he like? Is it the rounded one with the frosted? Well, no more information given. These are all just things okay. you're going to have to well, circulate in your head. This is how my mind thinks, you know? Oh, this one's down your alley. Woman gives arm robber blowjob to distract him until the police arrive. Wait, this is actually the story that I said last week. <laughs> yes. Although your friends didn't call the cops on you. Yeah. So, sorry, woman gives armed robber blowjob to distract him until police arrive. Okay. Possible. Yes. Okay, last one. SpongeBob SquarePants accused of whitewashing after no POC members included in iconic series. Are you kidding? Well, you have to find out. No POC members in SpongeBob. Can you think back? I mean, Mr. Krabs represented the... uh... Crab community. (laughs) The crustacean community. <laughs> the gingers. <laughs> so, out of those three, which one do you reckon? All right. I think Spongebob, no. Okay. It's very crafty. I do love the headline, but I think that's way... I feel like that's a, a red herring that you're trying to throw in for me. Okay. Um, so, you think that's real? Yeah, I think that's real. Okay. Blowjob to... A robber. Very plausible. True. What was the first one? Uh, Florida man caught licking doorknob for three hours. You know, Americans are... Are there Americans listening to this show? Yes, there are, actually. I Well, lucky I wasn't going to say anything negative about them and how stupid they are. <laughs> I love America. Great. Which one do you think it is? Well, I was going to say the first one sounds very believable. The second one... Oh, there's, there's too many variables there. True. I'm going to say the second one's not real. False. Oh. I made up SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, I, I thought that was too obvious to be you. <laughs> you sh- yeah, well, I mean... But then when I, my first reaction to it was like, nah, there are POC people in SpongeBob. Well, there we go. That was a good game. I enjoyed that. Can you tell me more about this doorknob liquor? No. Oh. <laughs> I think that was you. Okay, okay. That was only the first round. Oh, cool. There's two more rounds. Oh, round two. Gender-confused pelican hits on local bartender... Before beginning brief romance with a patio heater. That is fucking bullshit. There's way too much going on there. Have you ever read The Sun? <laughs> the Sun newspaper? is That is right down. All right. The next one is Texas man is allegedly, allegedly so drunk, cops have to hold his head up for his mugshot photo. Okay. Another American story. Another one that's also very believable. Probably going to cross that one out. Give okay. me the last one. Florida police were called for a woman screaming, let me out. Turns out it was her parrot. (laughs) (laughs) One of these best stories coming from America. It's so cool. America is just a mixing pot of just effed up people. All right, I'm leaning between the first and the third. (laughs) Can you imagine that parrot? That's like something out of Mrs. Doubtfire, like the voices. It's probably got the sound of your voice as well, a really high-pitched squeal. Many people find that very sexy. Okay. Uh, It's been likened to a dog whistle. (laughs) A wolf whistle or whatever it is. A dog whistle. (laughs) 
I'm going to say the first one. There's just too many variables. Gender confused, pelican, bartender, and then what? Sex with a lamp post or something. Beginning a brief romance with a patio heater. Nah, that's fucked. All right. That is actually false. You got it this time. Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> too much there. <laughs> All right. One more, one more, one more. Okay, this is your final round. You won one, you lost one. This is this is your chance to redeem yourself. Blind bisexual goose named Thomas spends six years in a polyamorous love triangle with two swans and helps. Are you talking raise- about one of your partners? <laughs> <laughs> is Thomas a code name? <laughs> I've never revealed their names. I'm only halfway through this headline. Okay, sorry, keep going. Which I may or may you not need have to written. say it again from the start. Okay. Blind bisexual goose. Polyamorous, named Thomas, spends six years in love triangle with two swans, helps raise almost 70 babies, dies at the ripe old age of 40 years old. Hey, that's a fucking mouthful. Okay. Next one. Hiker lost on mountain for 24 hours, did not answer rescuer calls because he did not recognize the number. Okay. Okay. Plausible. Florida man on drugs kills imaginary friend and turns himself into police. <laughs> <laughs> So, second one, I think I've heard of before, and also I think that's really plausible. Third one, kills imaginary friend, turns himself in. Again, you know, I've not had meth before, but that sounds very plausible. (laughs) I'm going to say the first one. Also, I don't think swans live up to 40 years. Blind bisexual goose. It's a goose. Blind bisexual goose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So many variables. So, that's the one that you think is fake. Oh, now that you've thrown in blind bisexual goose, like... Oh. Okay, um, I'm going to change mine to the second one. The hiker? Yeah. All right, that was true. Fuck me. So were the other ones. They were all true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are such a wank. But, I mean, these headlines are crazy. Can we deep dive into that first one? That is, There's just so much going on You know on what? There. Okay, so I've, I've heard about this before and I've actually read the article. So it's something about like, yeah, he ended up being like polyamorous, had a couple of partners. They were different sexes. And then I think he like, ra- he basically was like um, adopting little gooses. Geese, yeah, as they're sometimes called by literate people, <laughs> uh, left, right, and center, and that was a whole thing. And I think, I think a zoo or something posted it, or like a, a child, con- uh, not a child, <laughs> an animal conservation group posted it. Amazing, amazing. That's so fucking weird. Do you think I have a? Do you think I have a future career as like a, a headline writer for the Sun or? The Daily oh, well, Star magazine. If, if you knew how to use spell check, probably. Oh, well, actually, I've seen know, some of your case notes. That's uh, atrocious. These people don't know what case notes are. <laughs> All right. So, well, that's the end of this episode. Probably, yeah, thank God for that. We it might was, have to change the title of our podcast if we're going down this line because there's nothing therapeutic about this. Definitely. There's definitely like nothing funny about it. We might have to recategorize <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Mediocre at best. Um, Do you know, so when you upload podcasts, you have to put them into categories. So when you're on Spotify or iTunes. Right. So the ca- you know what categories I chose? No, I don't. So I chose comedy. A lie. Mental health. Oh, God. I think we make it worse. And relationships. Any advice coming from this is, <laughs> is strictly... I think we've got our own category, this podcast. Yeah, I think you might be right. Uh, well, thanks everyone for listening. We always... Have- appreciate your feedback you can hit us up on socials and yeah please let us know if you're happy with the the format of this episode or if you'd like to you'd like us to go back talking about to english class (laughs) because you can currently not speak at all and i'm 
fucking podcasting with an amateur. <laughs> All right. How would you like to sign off this week? We're going to keep it with what what everyone knows as your kind no, of... I'm just going to go rogue and say sign off. Sweetheart. 